Two men pushed out of law enforcement talk about their journey through life. Ready to look behind the curtain of law enforcement? These guys aren't holding back. Mike is joined by Jim. Both are Gen Xers. Both have type A personalities. And both of their give a F buttons are broken. Warning. Warning. Uh, Shouldn't we insert a trigger warning here? Buckle up, because it's about to get real. Welcome to Mike and Pedro 2.0. And we're back. It's Mike of Mike and Pedro 2.0 here with Jim. Mike, it's good to see you again today. Good to see you. Uh, Today is going to be a, I don't want to say a quick quick and short dirty episode but it's going to be a quicker episode basically there's something floating around the internet interwebs uh interwebs <laughs> god you're old it's a uh female police officer who basically was acting the fool got caught and represented herself in such a way on social media that did more to divide the community than bring the community together so I'm going to leave it at that. Gather around, boys and girls. It's time for mansplaining. That's right. Jim will now explain something to you that you can't seem to figure out for yourself. Because Jim is a man. (laughs) Oh, hell no. Wait, are we really doing this? (laughs) These guys are seriously (laughs) trying to get canceled. But anyway, here's Jim. Hey. TSA, to everyone out there, I'm speaking for myself, but I'm probably speaking for a large majority of other officers out there. You're not. If we're driving on the freeway in our police car, get the fuck out of the way. Get the fuck out of the way. If you merge and we follow behind you and we merge too, you're probably in trouble. Best way to find that out is get the fuck out of the way. I can go 90 miles an hour. You can't. You can't do that. So get the fuck out of the way. If us officers stay behind you long enough, we can find a reason to pull you over. So you might as well get the fuck out of the way. Super simple. That's all. You're welcome. Oh, it is not that simple, young lady. So let's talk about how we are not allowed to just have you get the fuck out of the way and go as fast as we want. There are policies and procedures that are in place at every department that allow us to do certain things when we are going to an emergency situation. You will know we are allowed to do these certain things when we decide to turn on our lights and sirens and request that you please vacate the space in front of us so we can move on with our day. What this lady is saying is, I'm a bitch, get the fuck out of my way, which is not how it happens, right? I mean, I mean, you know, you were an EVOC instructor, right, Mike? So you've done this stuff and taught this stuff. When are we actually allowed to decide we want to go code to a call? Code is when you turn on the lights and sirens, for those of you that are uninitiated. So basically, a couple... I don't even know where to start with this. I guess we'll talk about running code versus not running code. So normal driving would be considered code one. No lights, no sirens, just driving about your day as normal. Yep. Uh, Driving code two would be lights, occasional siren, turning them on and off as you need to to clear intersections. 
Maybe yelling at people over the PA system. Maybe to, get it on your PA. Move. move to the right. Something like that. Not definitely not get the fuck out of the way. No. Um, code three would be lights and sirens all the time. Typically, that would be for your partner is getting their ass beat, or there's a, a life and death situation, or there's an injury accident. That would be when you're running lights and sirens. You're never demanding the right of way. You, you you don't demand the right of way. You are the lights and sirens are saying, "Hey, I need to get through." But just like when you come up to an intersection, you need to clear that intersection. You need to, as you're driving up, you're not going to blow that a red light with your lights and sirens on because I get the right of way. It's lights and sirens are on. You're coming up. You're slowing down. You're looking to make sure no one's everybody stopped so you can go through, and then you go. This right. whole thing of demanding the right of way and get the fuck out of the way. I can understand her frustration because I think we can both agree driving a patrol car, people like to show you that they can drive five miles under the speed limit because they're such a good driver. Right. Fucking drive five over dumbass. Right. Go faster. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not here to pull you over. Is she correct in that you can find a reason to pull someone over? Well, yes. I had a sergeant once tell me if you can't find a reason to pull someone over within three blocks of following them, you're a horrible cop, which is, Pretty true. Um, Probably for about 90% of the cars. Correct. But when you're dealing with a situation like this, I understand her frustration. The the, the delivery was just horrible. Right. And to put it out on a public forum, as she did, in uniform, Mm -hmm. you can see the badge. You can see the department markings. Well, badge was covered. She had a sticker over her badge. Oh, but when she moved around, you could still see the shoulder coverings on the, or the shoulder badge. Correct. On a uniform. From what I understand, this young officer is still on probation at this period of time and has been given a 10-day suspension for... Oh, was it one day? 10 hours. 10 hours. 10 hours. So one day. day. Okay. So I, I misread that then. That's garbage. She's still on probation. Fucking can her ass. If that's how she's going to act and to put to represent your agency, it's time to fire that person. Because if you or I did it as straight white male, we'd be fired in a heartbeat. No questions asked. And you know that's true. And I'm not trying to mansplain that one. That is the truth. The, the agency that I used to work for, there was a gentleman, deputy, officer, whatever you want to call him, who was doing TikTok videos in uniform. He was doing push-ups. He was doing exercises on duty. He didn't do anything that was conduct unbecoming. He didn't do anything that was an issue. He was literally exercising in uniform. Kind of like the 22 push-ups a day for veterans. For suicide, vet suicide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he wasn't doing anything wrong. Now, did they see that he had a 3% tattoo on his arm? Well, yes. Did that cause alarm? Well, to our agency, it did, but he's had that tattoo since before he was hired and he disclosed that he had that tattoo. I don't even know what the 3% tattoo means. I'm not going to lie. Three percenters is like the Oath Keepers. Oh, okay. uh, They, some people call it a white supremacy group. They're the people that are uh, God, family, freedom in that order or God, family, country. Um, Very pro two A very it let's put it this way if you're on the west coast these are bad people if you're anywhere else in the country it's called an american yeah but he got put on admin leave and then nothing ended up happening to it it's a little different than going out there and basically telling everybody to fuck off yeah 
And I can understand her frustration if you have your lights and sirens on and people don't get out of your way there's an issue but there's also a way to deal with that which is in washington state a ticket that's like a 1300 dollars ticket oh did it go up yeah it, I maybe it's a thousand maybe it's 1100 i don't remember it's been when a while. i issued it, it was 1062 1062 dollars maybe that's maybe it's still there but it's it's a big enough ticket that there's incentive to get, get out of the but way. you have to be able to stop that the officer has to be able to stop for you as well correct um the only reason i was able to stop is because the fuck par- fucktard pushed me into one person stopped, came out. I'm, you know, doing 60, 65. I'm slowing down. Even though I have a green light, I'm coming up to an intersection. I'm still slowing down. I'm coming down from a 55. So I'm not even blowing the speed limit by that hard from a 55 zone. One car pulls out from a driveway. I see it, pulls over immediately. This fucktard pulls out in front of me. I dynamite the brakes. I start push, pushing left and I, I, I hit a curb, like on a concrete median where there's shrubs there. Um, Popped the tire, bent two rims. So when I changed the other tire, it was still drivable. But I was going to back a sergeant that was in a fight with a drunk. Drunk driver, no less. So sure. called douchebag over because I stopped the car. He stopped, finally stops the car behind me. And I, you know, one finger, come here, you park here. And I reamed him out. Was I a little bit less than professional? Probably. You put my life at risk. You put somebody else's life at risk. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote him a $1,000 ticket and moved on with my day. And I said, please go ahead and fight this in court. I will be more than happy to show up in court and explain to the judge why you thought you were more important. And his excuse, well, I didn't really want to wait for the guy that pulled over. I, I, I want to go back to your point with if this is how she is going to handle this situation, how is she going to handle other calls? Right. How is she going to represent that agency? That being said, uh, when I was a younger officer... I had a training officer that liked to do what we would call PA policing. Get on the PA. Hey, it's a red light. You're in the right lane. You can go on a red light. Go ahead. (laughs) Because people would stop and they would wait and think, okay, I'm being overly cautious because there's a cop behind me. Right. It wasn't anything offensive. It wasn't like, get out of the way, fucked hard. Right. You know, so as I went through my career, I would use the PA all the time. I loved it. I thought it was a great effective tool. tool. And the thing is, as you're using the PA, you would have the opportunity to interact with the public and call someone out on their BS. But at the same time, you're not stopping them. You're not pulling them over. You're not causing them to be late for whatever. And when cell phone laws came into effect, really easy. Pick up that PA, put your cell phone down. Right. That's it. People look over at you, wave, thank you. You know, and they smile, wave. They're not getting a ticket. They know they were caught, but I didn't interrupt their day. I didn't affect their finances. I didn't affect their time to go to court, and I didn't affect their insurance rates. I just said, basically, hey, I caught you. Knock it off. My favorite was parking complaints. I used to pull into parks, and people would be parked in red zones and in fire lanes. So I'd get on the PA. Anybody that doesn't come move their car in the next five minutes, I'm going to call tow trucks, and I'm going to start hooking them. And I'm not going to allow you to take your car after to move your car after five minutes. And you'd see the rush of random people come over. You'd always have one person go, you're a dick. And I'm like, well, you're illegally parked. You have a spectacular day, but please move your car up into the lot. Did I ticket anybody? No. Very rarely did I have to tow somebody. Um, and usually it's because they might have been out on the water or something like that. At a lake or on a river. 
and I tow their car and I wouldn't feel bad about it because there's no parking zones and it's marked with red paint and fire lane and all that shit. So I thought the PA was a very useful tool. I, I was PA young in my life. I was driving to work and I was driving down the freeway. It's going a little bit quick and a police officer pulled behind me, flashed their lights, Slow got on down. the PA. You want a ticket? Slow down. <laughs> Move to the right. And I slowed down. Right. And he followed me for a while. That took his exit. I went on to work. But to me, that was just such a... You're scared shitless, first right. of all. You're still white knuckling as you're driving. You're like, oh, shit, is he going to pull me over? Is he going to pull me over? I'm sure he could have found a reason to pull me over besides speeding. Just, you know, being a cop. But at the same token, I appreciated that so much. Right. Because I got a break. It wasn't a, hey, you were speeding. Here's your ticket. Education versus enforcement. Correct. I think the problem this officer is going to have down the road, now that she's been plastered all over social media and the agency that she worked for and the news local news departments putting her on blast. Oh, it's on YouTube. It's everywhere. It's all over it's, the country. It's... Yeah, she did. I think she did it to TikTok. I found it on YouTube. It was. I think I saw. Yeah, I saw it on TikTok somewhere else. You know, one of the local news agencies right. where she's at had it on there. She's got an uphill battle for herself now. It, the idea that basically telling the public to fuck off gets you one day leave without pay to me is. Just absolutely ridiculous. Right. People got fired for less. Especially when you're on probation. That should be a, you know what, this isn't going to be a good fit. Um, thanks for your time. Turn in your gun and your badge. Wow. And good luck. Yeah. Former yeah. agency we yep. worked for. We had a young female officer and her house got not, you know, she had a noise complaint there. And... Cops show up for the local agency. It's not ours. It's a different agency. And there's drugs there. There's noise complaint. The officer reports it as he's supposed to to his agency, writes a report. I don't even know if there were any arrests pulled out of there. I don't, from what I remember, there weren't. But from department resources, this officer harassed that other officer who took the report and reported her to her agency. And on probation, state of Canoner. They gave her another job to keep her off the streets, and something else happened for an extended period of time. Now, I don't know if this officer had any other problems, mental health issues, drug issues, or anything like that. But if we would have, if anybody else would have done that, we would have been fired. Right. And I, I, I just feel that it's a little sexist that this officer didn't get fired. I feel it's sexist that this officer isn't get, getting something more than one day off for violating every tenant of police work. I mean, that's conduct I'm becoming right there. It's more than one day off without pay. Well, I would hope at a minimum, it's an extension of the probation. Yeah. It shouldn't be. And there might be, we don't know. We don't, we don't know, but good luck to her and her career. Wonderful. If you guys have any issues you would like Jim to mansplain, reach out, go to the Facebook page, Mike and Pedro 2.0. Let us know what you would like Jim to mansplain. It could be anything under the sun. Just think about it. Maybe, why you put your garbage can at the street as opposed to three feet behind a car. Maybe it could be something about law enforcement, why you shouldn't shoplift. Maybe it should be buying tampons before you need them. I don't know, but Jim would be happy to mansplain anything for you. At any point in time. All righty. We'll catch you guys later. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.
You've been listening to Mike and Pedro 2.0. Neither Mike or Pedro 2.0, Jim, are associated with law enforcement any longer. This show is for entertainment purposes only, and all stories are hypothetical and not based on fact. 